Hi, and welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we go back and watch TV shows from our childhood in the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them now. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How are you doing, Mike? Doing good. How about yourself? All right. What kind of business we have to take care of first? Um, so I think we want to start out just, again, thanking followers and folks that are listening to the uh, podcast. It's it's great to have you. Share um, with your friends. Share with your friends. Neighbors, parents. Definitely. Call, your parents probably watch these shows. Call your relatives. <laughs> let your parents know, aunts and uncles. Go to your mom's and dad's house. Go onto their phone. Put it in their phone. Subscribe them automatically. That's all you got to do, right? And set their phone so it automatically downloads, <laughs> right? And then they're then they're they're set. I mean, and then maybe write a review from their phone. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. If you if you have time, go out to iTunes, um, leave a review. That'd be great. We're we're looking to get right now. I think we've had a couple of reviews, but we don't have enough to show an actual rating Average. yet. So yes. yeah, so we can because we want to get on that new and noteworthy thing, right? That's right. Which will never happen. Anyway. Oops. Sorry. You jump on ahead. Hitting <laughs> no, buttons I almost, over there. I almost killed the recording. <laughs> All right. That wouldn't have been good. So, yeah, just, you know, some some non-show related information. Uh, Mike and I went to the How Did This Get Made uh, show in Chicago. Um, yep. To see how... Uh, some big time podcasters do it. Uh, yeah, it was a good show. It was a lot of fun. I've been a fan of it for a long time. Yeah, I wasn't. I hadn't seen them. I mean, you know, I prepped a little bit before yeah. going, but I I hadn't been a long time follower. But I'm I'm hooked now. Yeah. So if you guys, <laughs> when it do, if you listen to how does get made, uh, watch for their show from Chicago. It's uh, the movie Rad. Um, that will be us there. Maybe you'll hear us laughing in the background. We were pretty close. <laughs> and actually, if you look on our uh, Facebook page, we did take a picture. Right, right. And I think did I? I think I posted something on uh, Instagram too. Okay, great. So uh, I think it's just the stage. Twitter. There's a Twitter. Some. <laughs> I don't Twitter know if we put anything on Twitter. Do we? I don't. know. We may have. I think so. We'll see. I don't know. Go look it up. Check it out. But yeah, it was a fun time. It was great to see these guys, um, Paul, June, and Jason. There are. Um, you know, different personalities, they come together quite well. Yeah, oh, they totally, totally work together well. Like we're, and like they need advertising from us too. No, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're going to get hordes of new traffic right. from us, but They'll yeah, get it was a good time to see a followers. Yeah. See how these, you know, professionals, um, so I have a sub story to this. So oh. after seeing the show, I was at home. Uh, with my wife and kids who were watching uh, <laughs> the kids like to watch impractical jokers okay i like it too um but i'll, I'll blame it blame it on the kids um but during a commercial uh, i think it was paul i see it's paul no right? jason i think who's the guy with the beard jason oh that's jason okay sorry see i'm confused already <laughs> uh so i see him in the commercial and i shout out that's him <laughs> and everyone in the room i you know like Four kids, my wife, they're all looking at me, um, have no idea what I'm talking about. But I was just excited to, to see And they Jason think some TV. thief broke in? Yeah, they're like, that's who? <laughs> that's the guy who, who robbed me on the street. <laughs> so, yeah, I made him rewind it and look at it. And they're all like, oh. Like, you know, it was like yeah, a two-second you know, <laughs> two promo of something. But I enjoyed it. So Right. So, anyway, yeah. So, if, again, our Twitter is I used to watch this with the number two. Um, what Instagram is I used to watch this spelled out and I used to watch this.com as well as iTunes find Facebook. us follow us obviously you're listening to us so you already know how to hear us but if you want to see stuff we might type yeah. <laughs> or see pictures go to those other ones if you just can't get enough right you can follow us exactly that's pretty much the way to put it <laughs> and there's also the website I used to watch this.com yep um, you can listen to the to the show right there Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we haven't really posted a bunch other than show notes in the actual. Yeah, um, no, it's but uh, just another, just another, source. just another way to get it. Yeah, right. Okay, Anyways. so let's jump into it. Yeah, what, what are we doing? What show do we got today? All right, so we're revisiting Greatest American Hero, uh, season one, episode three. Entitled... I think it's technically four. Like at least Wikipedia oh, says really? four because it's, the pilot was one and two. 
Oh, okay. So, but if it's I the think third iTunes, one that's right, yeah, no, yeah, iTunes said three. three. I know that was confusing. So, so it's entitled. Here's looking at you, kids. So yeah. whether it's three or four, or it's you one find of those. It. I know one uh, place is three, one says four, but it's the third one. <laughs> so yeah, and I think it's one of the more memorable episodes, at least in my mind. Again, I was a big See, fan. I had no memory of this one. <laughs> I was a big fan as a kid, so this is one that I remember. Okay. Where. Um, you know, Ralph discovers the uh, invisibility power. I guess you would call it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I remember him going. I remember him being able to be invisible. Does that make sense? Is that grammatically correct? Sure. But I don't remember him discovering. I just remember him, like I remember, like later in the series, he starts thinking of blank paper as how he tries to think right. of going invisible. Yep. But I don't remember him this one where he. It's like the first. He doesn't time, even right? figure it out. Yeah, yeah. it just kind of happens. Yeah, stumbles stumbles upon it. But right. Yeah. So the the show starts out, you know, before he even thinks yeah, about before this. even that. Yeah. It starts out. There's a you know a jet kind of zooms by. I don't know if it's taken off. Maybe it's taken off. Yeah, it's, I think it leaves the airfield. Yeah. Yeah, we see a sign, uh, Beller Aircraft Research, uh, someplace in California, and um, there's a control room. You got the radar couple of uh, military guys in suits and uh, regular guys just in business suits. And, uh, you know, clearly it's a big deal. And just one one guy says, I can't believe we're going to have that kind of accuracy at night. No idea what that meant. <laughs> well, so my point was, I, my thing was, yeah, it looked like they were running this out of a closet. I mean, that was a pretty small little machine. Was, it, I mean, I know it's supposed to be top secret, so maybe it'd be a smaller area, but I'm like, wow, that thing's tiny. It was reminiscent of the $6 million man, but in a very small room. Uh, right, right, much smaller scale. Like the crash episode. Yeah, because this wasn't NASA. This was, I don't even know. Did this they, was was Beller, it might have been Air Force, this probably. This was Beller Aircraft Research. Yeah. So maybe it wasn't it. Oh, anyway. Right, right. So uh, so what, what happens? The pilot. So basically, the plane, they're like, wait, he's not going where he's supposed to be going. And he's not responding anymore. And uh, basically, the guy steals it, I guess. That's, they, they, I guess, finally figure it out, right? They figure there's something yeah, wrong. There, and there's then, clues. Because yeah. he's, he's off course. He's off course. He's, he's not, not responding. responding. Then he dies below radar. He right? dies below radar. And then they find... Smitty, who is the oh, actual pilot. I remember his name. I, remember I didn't write it down. Yeah. Okay. So they, they find Smitty behind some crates, Smitty. all tied up. Um, and then now, see, this reminded me a lot of. Did you ever see the movie Firefox with Clint Eastwood? Oh yeah. When he steals that Russian jet, and he, he does the same thing. Russian, he decks but... some guy and takes his suit and like hides him somewhere. And they find him. That's yeah, when they know that he steals it. Too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, especially if you're Clint Eastwood. Anyway, we digress. Uh, so the, yeah, so the guy they saw so the guy uh, not crash landed, but landed basically in the desert, even though they think it's going towards the water. And then he takes out the thing, and it kind of looked like a eight track player he took out from the, yeah, right. <laughs> from the size so, of it, right? So I want to say they called it. Um, oh, you got the name? I know it was a yeah, I don't know, some a, sort of aiming a top targeting system, gun sight. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that means. Is it is that like a sight on a gun? Right. Because well, it didn't look like it. It wasn't no. like a scope. It was like, like an A-track player. Yeah. And I, I think what they were trying to get at was, you know how they have like those targeting systems where like they can paint a target and then a missile is launched from elsewhere and goes to that point. Yeah. Like that's maybe what it was supposed to be. Or maybe that it would target from that aircraft and they could shoot you know, a missile from that aircraft and it would be targeted by that. I don't know. Yeah. Clearly, but it came out very easily. Right. Like, and, and again, I guess if it is a prototype, it might be just kind of not really spliced into the system, but I guess it wouldn't be built in at that point. I don't know. I I, right, I was right. never I never worked it's in avionics. Portable. It was a portable system. <laughs> if anyone works for Lockheed <laughs> Northrop, <laughs> if, if it, they want to chime if this in, is real. <laughs> let us know how that would actually be uh, designed in the aircraft. So, yeah, one thing, one of the... Uh, the guys in the control room said, he's like, the plane's been hijacked. Get the FBI on this. And I was thinking, is that is that who handles plane hijackings? Probably not military ones. Yeah. I would think that would be what the military the branch, military, their military maybe. intelligence, Somebody, you know, but... was CIA maybe. I don't even know. NCIS. <laughs> Just, yeah. Make up some acronyms. Where's Mark Harmon? Right. 
Okay, so um, yeah, so they take this um, top secret weapon that's cassette player, very powerful, <laughs> um, and he he the guy lands in the desert. A jeep comes, and they take out. And I love this. They take out this metal suitcase with the foam inside <laughs> to put the eight track slash weapon inside. And I'm like, that caught my eye. Those suitcases are so cool. I like, I want one, but I don't have anything worth putting in it. You know, you're just setting yourself up as a target walking down the street with that. I, I, I want oh, like that a stainless steel or some sort of really expensive material. Yeah, it, it just looks really cool. Like maybe I, you know, I don't know what, what, what would I put in there? Like, I my, don't know. My just, phone. You could be like <laughs> Kramer and just carry crackers around. You would look cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. also now you just mentioned that. I didn't even think about this. So they had the phone thing in there and that thing fit in there perfectly. Oh yeah. Like they like knew they what knew. size it was. Right. I guess, well, he probably measured it when he, I'm sure that test pilot had gone up a few times. Probably took a tape measure with them flying around, yeah. reaching underneath. Their well, up I'm it. thinking that's the first time he went up. No. He knocked the guy out to get in the plane. Oh, we yeah, can't right. keep knocking people out and like, hey, we're not catching on to what's happening. I totally here. forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot this guy knocked him out. I thought it was like some rogue pilot. Never mind. <laughs> right. So, yeah, the suitcase. That'd be great, though. There's like 30 guys. <laughs> yeah, like, right. They're like, out. finally, I think something's <laughs> going on here. Why are all these guys laying out? <laughs> Knocked out inside the locker room. Yeah. All right. I'm an idiot. All right. <laughs> so I'll add that to my Amazon wish list. Um, For a targeting system? No, the suitcase. Oh. Um, and then I'll just come up with something <laughs> to carry around. We should set up a uh, wish list for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> People could buy us dumb things that we see on TV. Yeah, based on based on the shows we watch. <laughs> okay, so then I think the next scene they switch back to to school. Right. Rolf is you know trying to he's trying to get out. It's the end of the day. Yeah. And he's got to go to Pam's. I mean, yeah, you know. he's got to get. Well, no, actually, he's got to go to meet Pam. At the airport. Oh, right, right, right. To pick or, up his... Well, he's got to go to Pam's and then go to the airport. Is that what he's doing? I don't know. I thought he was... Pam's involved. Right. And and I love how he refers to her as Pam to the kids, right, at the school. He's like, I got to get Pam. And I mean, wouldn't it be like Mrs. Douglas? Remember, these kids are not your average students. True, true. You know, you got Tony in there. He's not going to call her Pam. No. I mean, he's not going to call her Mrs. He's what is her He's name? Probably not going to call. It. Wait, what is? Ms. They did say it. Davidson. I, Davidson. Yeah, right. I said Douglas. And I totally blanked on that. Close enough. But I don't see her calling her Miss Douglas. Maybe Miss D. Maybe Mr. H. Yeah, Miss Mr. Mr. H, Mr. Mrs. D. Miss D. D. <laughs> D. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So then, so the kids are arguing about some kind of politics, some kind of office. Right. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah, school. they're doing like civics or something, right? Or right. right. Yeah, poly size so stuff. Like, Don't we live in a democracy? Yeah, and, and, you know, so yeah, they're going back and forth, and clearly Ralph was like, "The bell rang. I, I, <laughs> I like, gotta, I gotta I go. I have to go. Why are you people still here? <laughs> right? You yeah. kids are the ones who no one else wants to teach. <laughs> yet you're hanging out in this classroom. Yeah. Usually, you, you don't should have be in gone school. immediately. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, and then this introduced to me at least. I don't know. if Episode two had her, but this introduced a new character, uh, Tony's Tony's girlfriend. <laughs> Which, <laughs> you know, I have questions <laughs> <laughs> about this girlfriend. First of all, where's Rhonda? Yeah, what wasn't Rhonda first, his girlfriend? That's what. First, I was thinking, did they get a new character to play right. Rhonda? But I looked, and she is in other episodes. She's okay. just not in this one for whatever reason. She must have been out filming the pilot for V. Okay. Good. But I don't know if the timeline matches up. But so at first, <laughs> I thought this was Tony's sister. <laughs> and Mike and I have already talked about this, why I thought this might be his sister. His sister. Because <laughs> where, <laughs> where else are you going to get two people in California that basically talk like this? Tony, I wasn't presenting him as a role model. I figured that's where it's at for me. You know, calling the shots. Listen, Mr. H, as long as you know about it, maybe you could help us with, uh, like, campaign slogan. All right, that's, yeah, I'd be happy to. Listen, we'll get into it first thing in the morning, all right? In the meantime, why don't you lay off a chafee until we have a chance to talk, So okay? that gets ahead of it a little bit. But first of all, two things. One, again, 
heard these are like two New York Italians in California. Exactly. So I, I, and that's I why wrote, I thought it was her sister. His I'm like, sister wow. at first, and so he was kind of getting closer. So I figured, okay, it is his girlfriend. Uh, so I, in my notes, I put Tony's girlfriend talks more like Tony than Tony does. <laughs> she's uh, she's like it's. She's been hanging around him too much. I'm sure her parents aren't happy. She probably used to talk like a surfer girl, and then she started hanging out with Tony. Right, right. And then, you know, so so we have that issue. Um, And I think even towards the end of the show, they come back to it. It it may be even a heavier... Oh, I got that too later. We'll, We'll come back to her. All right. But so, but the bit, and then what that little clip talked about too is these kids decided to have one of their classmates run to be class president. And he didn't want to. And he did not want to. Uh, Chaffee, which I had to go back a couple times to find his name because <laughs> I couldn't. And actually, I ended up seeing it because I was watching it with uh, the closed caption on. But a little bit about him because I'm like, this guy kind of looks familiar. And I, I looked, he didn't do a whole lot of acting, but man, this guy has been producer all over the place. I guess he was Jennifer Lopez's agent for a while. Oh, wow. So he like produced like Made in Manhattan, which was her movie, uh, Boy Next Door. But also he worked on Fresh Prince of Bel Air and a show which is pretty popular, The Fosters, which I guess about like foster parents or whatever. And I guess uh, I, now I forgot there was something he had to do with that too. But um, so he's like, you look at his his resume, there's a ton of stuff like Interesting. that. Interesting. Yeah. So I found that to be pretty interesting, but I don't know if this guy's ever in the show again. I, no, I didn't I really look that closely. I, I figured he was a regular. Yeah, but, I don't uh, recognize him. But again, we'll see what happens as we go further along. Right, right. And then and another thing about that clip. Um, so we mentioned, yes. I think, at the first time we talked about Greatest American Hero, um, how Ralph Hinckley had the same name as the person that uh, shot. President Reagan. Right. Um, so they, they tried to change that or remove references to, right. to his last name. So clearly in that clip, I, <laughs> I mean, if you didn't catch it the first time, I, I would encourage you to go back and listen to it. But Wait, let me see if I can find it here. Hold on. Right. Figure that's where it's at for me, you know, calling the shots. Coming up right here. As long as you know about it, maybe you could help. One more time. Listen, Miss H. Listen, you know, calling the shots. Listen, Miss H. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you might not find that as entertaining as we do, but I do. (laughs) Yeah, that that popped out at me. I was like, and I did read that they did do a lot of that because obviously this happened. You know, these were probably already filmed at that time, definitely written at that time. I mean, again, I think I said the same thing last time. Can you just imagine you got this show going? You know, a couple episodes in, everything's going well, and some idiot. The same last name. Yeah. It's not even like Smith. It's Hinkley. I mean, yeah. what are the chances yeah. some guy with the same last name is going to go take a shot at the president? So they did eventually change his name in the show. To, right. But I don't know. I don't but then again, but then they just went back. It's like season two. It says they just went back and said, screw it. We're oh, right. Really? <laughs> go back to Hinkley. Who cares hey, anymore? All that fanfare wore off. So we'll just. Yeah. We'll I mean, back. it no wasn't a big story. He didn't die. Wow. <laughs> Right. So, uh, like we mentioned, uh, Ralph was going to go meet Pam's parents at the airport, or meet Pam, they meet him at the airport. And that's when they run into Bill. Bill's just, again, loitering outside the school grounds right. on the, um, I was going to say cell phone, but there was not a cell phone, no, a payphone, talking to somebody. And that's when he stops Ralph saying, hey, we got a big project, basically fills him in on this thing. Right. Um, right. And Ralph's not exactly happy about it because he's got to go meet Pam's parents. <laughs> but I didn't record this one, and I meant to, and I was because I was thinking he didn't say many good lines. But my favorite was he's like, "What do you got to go meet Pam, Pam's parents from East Dogs Breath, Minnesota?" <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, that's pretty good. But uh, Bill's always got at least a couple good lines. He does. Yeah, I like. Did he have his own writer? Because he had. <laughs> did he have his own writer? He had a different. He brought somebody else in to get some good lines. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he had lived or not had lived. Wrote it himself, but I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so he. But it, regardless, he talks talks Ralph into going with. Yeah, because it's mean, well, it's obviously it's a duty. big deal. He knows that you know, and even I think he even tells him. Some of your little problems like this are not as big of a big deal as uh, you know national security or he whatever. Puts it, puts it in perspective, right? Exactly. So he's like, "Hey, you can call Pam for my car phone." Right. So they go out to the car. Ralph picks up the phone, which looks like my mother-in-law's wall phone. Which I think they were then. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> I had, it was like, like 
like a beige phone yeah. with a curly cord. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm surprised I, I didn't have a rotary dial. On I don't know. I mean, what was the technology? I think that? you just got an operator on there and you had to probably connect. But it sounded bad. Pam couldn't yeah. hear him. It's not like he was in a wind tunnel. Right. Um, and granted, this was 19, what, 82 yeah. or three, something like that. I think right. I forgot to look what year this was. But yeah, so he, he disappoints Pam on a bad connection. <laughs> Tell her that he's got to go. <laughs> right. And he pretty much goes, that's right. I can't be there. Bye bye. Yeah. Like I'm like, wow. Yeah. That was. Wow. I know. Like you figure this shit out. <laughs> You're on your own. But. And then, uh, so I think first they cut to Pam picking up her parents. Yes. And the first thing is, I'm like, wait a minute, who's her mom? It, I couldn't figure it out for a second, and, and I don't know why, but it was June Lockhart from Lost in Space, the original Mrs. Um, Robinson. From Lost in Space. Oh, wow. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't catch that. Yeah. No, I'm like, holy cow. And then the dad, he did a bunch of stuff too, but I forgot. <laughs> it was like nothing. No, I looked it up and it was nothing that really jumped out at me, but I thought that was pretty cool that they got June Lockhart. Yeah. Yeah. And, and from the get-go, um, Pam's dad doesn't like Ralph. I mean, he hasn't met him. I mean, and granted, like I understand that's a... As a know, father, it's a father thing. Yeah. We both have daughters. We're going to be the same way, right? Right. Um, especially if your daughter was a lawyer. <laughs> this guy's yeah. a, a you school know, teacher. A teacher, you're going to be like, you could do better. Again, nothing wrong with teachers. Trust me, teachers are awesome. I'm talking about the show, not me. <laughs> wow. And then, um, and just how people were back then. <laughs> and the mom, again, sight unseen. She's like obsessed with Ralph. Right. Now they want now they're like married, living together basically. Yeah, you she's know. like kids are coming next week. Right. <laughs> she's all she's like, Ralph, what a great name. That's like a sturdy name. And you know, like she's just making all these comments and he seems like such a manly man. Yeah, right. And <laughs> you yet, can't say Ralph without saying Ralph. You yeah, know? And yet they haven't seen him yet. But no. Uh, they will eventually. So that's when we cut to Ralph and Bill back going in there. Now they're in the desert. And they're going to – somehow Bill has an idea where it's going to go because he's – because Ralph's saying, why didn't they ditch it in the water? He's like, because that's what they're going to want them to think they did. I think they stopped in the desert and dropped this, it early. This Which, is where I realized Bill Maxwell is a genius. Right, exactly. They kind of make him out to be goofy in a way, and I think that's just the way the show is, just to make yeah. it fun. But yeah, he's but, like he smarter than he's like Colombo. He's smarter than right. he lets on. Right. So there's like, you know, the FBI, the CIA, the military. Right. They're all looking for this guy and then the jet. But he's like, you know, I, I think they got it wrong. Yeah. I think why not land on some sand? Right. It's, he even says like, would you rather crash land in the ocean and possibly drown? I think he says, or crash land on some sand. Why not sand? Yeah. Wheels down on some sand. Wheels down. Yeah. Okay. You got the yeah, actual I mean, say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it turns out he was right. So he sends Ralph flying around in the desert to kind of in a grid pattern. pattern right. To, to, Which to Ralph see. can barely fly straight. So how he's going to do a grid yeah. pattern, I'm not sure. But and he I manages. And, you know, I, I got to say, I still love that about the show. Like, here's a superhero who is struggling yeah. to like fly or yeah. just do the normal superhero stuff. Right. Yeah. It just it just makes it really cool. And I think even later in this in this part of the episode, he says something to Ralph, like, you scared? He's like, well, no, I'm not scared. He's just yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to get in trouble. Yeah. It's just something. like this stuff always just, whenever you have me do something, yeah, it just something doesn't turn wrong. out right. Right, exactly. So he crash lands. I should many have times. counted, but like 10. Times. And every time, it was the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I understand, you know, you can see the tracks from the tractors <laughs> through there and stuff. And it'd be like slightly different angle. Yeah. Again, I know timing, money, and everything, you got to do sure. it that way. But uh, they did do a decent job at least trying to show a slightly different angle. But several times he did jump over the same bushes. Yeah. Well, they probably or had a scrub brush you know, or whatever. They probably you had, call it. you know, mattresses or whatever. Right. Oh, right well, yeah. But yeah, you know. <laughs> Wait, if, he wasn't really flying. I mean, if I ever get the chance to, to talk to William Cat, I, I am going to ask him. <laughs> if you're listening. If he William ever Cat. got hurt just like oh. trying to take off, you know what I mean? Yeah. See, like, there was a couple scenes where he jumped. Oh, yeah. Definitely like, man, if there's not something yeah. good on I'm sure they did some trampoline stuff, too. So, yeah, yeah I guess that's possible. I would hope so. But, all right. So they finally, he finally finds a, finds a, he basically crashes. He conveniently drops right next to the plane in one of his He's crashes. Like, all right. 
You found it. Yep. <laughs> Check. Then the helmet's still there because the guy, the guy just left that behind. Because I guess they didn't believe in DNA strand hair well, strands yeah, back no, you then. Just, you got to leave a little evidence behind. And that's when and Bill gives it to him. Says, "Hey, why don't you do your your mind, Jedi mind trick?" No, I don't know what he said, but he said something yeah. about the mind trick. But Ralph seemed kind of afraid to do that at first for some reason. I don't know why. He's like, "Well, it's not always, it doesn't always work that good." So I didn't. I didn't really get that part. I think again, he's just struggling. Doesn't really know how stuff works. It's confusing. Yeah, but I will say the graphics. Remember, you mentioned this last time. You said the graphics on this, the, that pilot wasn't very good. It was better here. Yeah, it yeah. Looked, I actually didn't notice, so I think I either was accustomed yeah. to well, it right I, now. I or... kind of tried to watch. I'm like, wait, is it going to be better this time? Yeah, but obviously, you know, now it's a regular episode. They have a little more money to play with, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they, so play, it, they it, at one point he puts the helmet on. Yeah. So he can, yeah, a better vision. It even says like, "Now I'm going to look even more ridiculous." <laughs> <laughs> See, the superhero wearing a helmet. So that was. Yeah. But actually, after that pilot, where he got knocked himself unconscious, so he almost, might he want a should have had a yeah. helmet. Um, but uh, so they figure out. I don't know. I I now I did not really take any notes what they saw, but it's, I know they were in a. They saw some people saw talking. Some, they were soliciting mercenaries. So right. there's like an advertisement on a chalkboard. Right. But, and it, they didn't say what the chalkboard really said, right? I couldn't get a good view because it was yeah, on a computer. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but, but yeah, they were definitely planning on auctioning it off. And, but Bill's like, hey, I know these guys. They're, yeah, uh, some of them. You know, these are dangerous guys. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be a bloodbath. And uh, to convince Ralph. Um, oh, no. So that then he's like, I bet you have telekinesis. <laughs> yeah. And he like pronounces it some bizarre way. It was way. like telekinesis or something like that. It was, yeah. yeah. A couple of times. But he's like, yeah, I bet, I bet you got, I bet you can do that. You know, like move things. And, or, I, and I think the reason that came up though is because remember Ralph first said, I didn't want to, he doesn't want to kill anybody. Because he was talking about that. He's like, I don't want to kill anybody. Which. Respectable. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's when Ralph or uh, Bill came up with that idea. Yeah. You know, you could probably just throw people around with your mind. Again, Bill thinking right he's he's a thought master behind right all this. exactly so yeah so he's trying to help him you know clearly no manual right um bill's just kind of trying to be intuitive hey if you were going to have telekinesis this is how you would do it yeah so he's telling ralph like push i don't yeah. know like concentrate <laughs> i'm gonna come running at you you try to push me out you know and yeah. it didn't work it didn't work but <laughs> but instead uh ralph disappeared yeah which was that's cool that's right. a cool power yeah I mean, no pff, invisibility yeah who wouldn't want that that might even be the best power <laughs> i'm not sure it could get you in a lot of trouble too i might debate it but like flying is cool but invisibility i mean come on. Yeah, yeah that's you could do a lot yeah <laughs> you can get in trouble but you could do a lot right and exactly. then you can't you know fly away but all right so um what happened? So he fi he figures out he, he turns invisible, but he doesn't know how to like come back. <laughs> yeah, now he's like freaking out. He's like, "No, I'm invisible!" No, I'm like Claude Rains in the Invisible Man. He's like, he was going on for like five minutes. Which yeah, he's freaking out. I can understand because he's like, trapped like that. Yeah, you're like, what if I don't come back? Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. And his voice changed. It was more like a um, I don't know, like like it sounded like it was coming from like a transistor radio or something. Right. Is well, because. The, For the effect, I'm right, sure. Maybe. Right. Or maybe just because they ADR'd the stuff in later. I don't know. Because <laughs> he wasn't there, right, you know? Right. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, so he does, he definitely freaks out and he tries to get him to concentrate on reappearing. He's like, well, if you pushed <laughs> to go invisible, maybe double push to come right. back. And so I was thinking he was going to say pull. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm like, if I pushed, I maybe would have, I'd pull. But I don't know how you pull. Yeah. How do you pull? How do you push? Mind? I don't know. <laughs> well, Either that way. almost makes a little more sense. I don't know. But that's because we've seen Star Wars movies. So he tries <laughs> well, and like, I don't know. his boots come back for like a second. Right. 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 And that's, that's when you can see the black line. Did you notice that? You oh, can no, see like the, where they cut the screen. Really. Oh, like, I didn't see that. Yeah, I noticed I'll go that. Back. Yeah, you can see that a little bit. Um, like but yeah, his boots started it. coming back and then they went away again. Are you like the guy at the magic show that tries to figure out how they did the tricks? Like, I, I know where that quarter is. I see the string. Yeah. You, know, you got to just enjoy it. I, let let that you go. sound like my wife. Yes, I know. That's yes. I, I, you have that problem sometimes. Okay. All right, but I well, kind of like to look for the tricks too. Just 
as you know, you find it kind of interesting too. Like, okay, so how did they do that? And obviously, this was done in the early '80s again. Yeah, right. Technology is much better now, so it would be they can obviously hide that. They wouldn't even have to do like split screen the way they did right. that. You know, just they could just overlay it and, and post uh, or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, it's all good. computers nowadays, Mike. It's that's all what computers. I hear. That's what the kids are saying. <laughs> um, so meanwhile, Pam's dad <laughs> is at a hardware store. Um, Freaking out about the nuts and bolts. He doesn't like the way they're organized. And, and Why are the wing nuts over here? <laughs> Whatever the hell he's talking about. And all he wants to do is go, like, when they leave there, he's like, let's hit this other hardware store. Yeah. Like, yeah. he just wants to visit hardware stores. And I guess they own one, right? Is right. that the whole deal? That's yeah. where he got to start? Which, now, this was a thing, right? And now, you know what? So you had uh, Richie Cunningham's dad. <laughs> Remember, you had a hardware store. Right, right. That was supposed to be in the 50s, though. But, you know, hardware store, that was one of those... Mom and pop shops are the thing, though, back then. Like, that's how they were, right? right? They were they didn't have any Home yeah, Depot no, or everything. They were, yeah, Menards, they were owned right? by a guy that worked every day, 10 hours a day in his place with some helpers. And that's how they did it. Right. Now, so I was know, thinking, too, you know. So he took a lot of pride. He, so he's obsessed with hardware. I was thinking at that point, he's got no business to be hard on Ralph because – I mean, the hardware obsession. I mean, I guess it's your job, but I mean, you know, Ralph's educating people. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's all right. He took a lot of pride in this store. He did. And he, did. he became mayor because of that. Of did he because dogs, of that? Dog's Breath, Minnesota. Whatever it was. It was. Uh, I wrote Deer Lick and ended up being Deer. Deer Lick was the real name. Yeah, it was pretty close. Was. Bill was. You know, he had a good one on that he's a, one. He's a funny guy. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know that led to him being mayor, but. Well, I don't know if it did, but, you know, he, well, first of all, I'm sure the town was like 500 people <laughs> and he owned the hardware store. So everyone knew who he was. And that's how you okay. get to be mayor. Yeah. A little, a little like popularity that, right? contest. Well, okay. Totally. All right. So. It's thundering out. Uh, back to Bill. <laughs> back to Bill with the uh, coaching Ralph on the telekinesis in the desert. Mm-hmm. A lot of time in the desert. Um. No, I actually I think we covered this already. So yeah, I, yeah. I jumped this around is, a bit. This is when they. I think we're, this is they go to end up going to a building, right? This is where they go and find the building that they that <laughs> well, he saw in the holograph. So right? they're on they're on their way to the building, and Bill gets pulled over by the police. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, because he's talking to himself, but yes. in reality, Ralph is next to him and he's right. having a conversation with him. right. You know, not to, you know. I I I find it necessary to pick things apart sometimes. So I'm thinking, well, you, today people got you know hands free phones right, and right. whatever, so this this wouldn't happen. But I'm thinking, even back in the day, can you pull someone over just for talking to themselves? I think he was just checking up on him, making sure he was okay and sober. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But he came up with a good story. It's possible. I'm practicing my speech. You got to go to Whitney High over here yeah. and uh, talk about. FBI he, stuff. He pulls out the FBI. Right. And well, so the guy did it first buy it, right? No, He's right. like, this looks real. He's like, yeah, this is real. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. How's this gun? Does this gun look real? So anyway, so yeah, so they go to some building. I get, what is he? He says something along the lines. I didn't write it down, but. You know, this is the most well-guarded men's club in all a, of California. It's like some that. kind of consulate for another Right, country. but it was like, yeah, it was a it ended up being a consulate. But the way but he, he knew it. He's like, it's yeah. this house, yeah. and it's well-guarded. But was it the same house? So that's what I was confused about. So that, he, that first part, he goes, they pull over. He pretends like there's engine trouble. So Ralph can go check something out, right? Yeah, I think he was hoping that Ralph could stroll in. Yeah, right. But that was like during the day. But then they go back at night. Did they go back, or was he just still there? No, no. Because then when they do go back at night, the guy says, "Well, you really need to have your car looked at because you had the same problem over here earlier today." All right. But that's why I'm confused. I didn't. I didn't write anything down. What did they? When Ralph was invisible, did he? Oh no, 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 no. That's what he did. He got another psychic 
vision type thing while he was there, right? To get more information. Oh, when the there was the auction later. Yeah. That's right. what it was. That's what I couldn't get. So it was at the house and then the auction. The auction was going to be at the consulate. Yes. Okay, right, right. And immediately, so I'm thinking these guys are geniuses to be in a consulate. And he even says, well, these guys, you, know, you can't soil, touch them, right? Yeah. right? And the first thing I went to was Lethal Weapon 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Diplomatic immunity. Yeah. Was that <laughs> Lethal Weapon 2? Yeah, where Joe Pesci is uh, Leo Getz and yeah, everything. They yeah. go there and they just, you know, that's the way the they're going to steal all the Krugerrands yeah. yeah. or whatever because they have diplomatic community and you don't have to right. check them or stop them. So that immediately but jumped in my head. Just spoiler alert. Mel Gibson then just shoots the guy after he says right. that. It's like my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. I'm, diplomatic community. I'm it's big... just been revoked. No, actually, wait, who'd you say shot him? It was Donald Glover that shot him. Because ah, it was Mel Gibson. No, Mel Gibson was down, already been shot four times, like <laughs> in the grain. That's not going to stop him. No, well, no, he didn't die. <laughs> he only got shot four times. Okay. All and right. it was mostly in his extremities, so he's fine. To work about. <laughs> Again, uh, we digress. We do. Okay, so back to, to Bill. So there's an auction. Um, so they decide uh, Pam's at dinner with her parents. Right. Um, Ralph sends a bottle of wine or champagne, champagne. or something. Mm-hmm. And again, the dad's talking about a hardware. <laughs> and in the meantime, they show Pam, right? She keeps looking to see, looking for the door, I guess. But they keep showing this plant. I'm like, is he behind the plant? <laughs> why do they keep showing that plant? What's going on with that plant? Yeah. And why? Do they, but I did, I did want to mention, and maybe I'll put this up on the website. When they were showing the restaurant, the exterior shot. I saw an AMC Pacer Expo. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, an AMC Pacer. Those are the worst. Those, Those are, are the ones that look like gremlins, right? Like the same. It's a fishbowl. It's an upside yeah. down fishbowl. I got a picture right here. I'll show it to you later. Okay. But I looked up why it was an X model, and it's just all you got was special steering wheel and bucket seats. <laughs> well, anyway, I thought it was fun. So yeah, so Ralph isn't there, and then right. she gets a call. She gets a call. From none other than Ralph. Yes. And she's pissed. Right. Right. At least like so. first the airport, then you blow me off at dinner. It's like, no, no, I'm, I'm right here in the phone booth. <laughs> you look over at the phone booth and it, there's no one there. And you, you see the phone, the, the receiver like floating <laughs> in the air. And that is a totally like a uh, invisible man thing like he was talking about. Yeah. I think it was an invisible man. Yeah. So, so she's like, oh, she hangs up and then. Yeah. Comes, and, he starts talking to her and she's like, oh, wow, this is real, but this is too much. This is crazy. Right. She starts freaking out. Yeah. And then he asks her for bus fare. Oh, no, no. Wait, sorry. I No, I jumped way ahead. Way ahead. So, right. They're talking to each other and then he just reappears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Suddenly. <laughs> All of a sudden he's back. Again, he. the beauty of this show <laughs> is he has no control. He doesn't know when things are going to happen. And he has – he's screwed. At this point, he's like, well – she's like, you can't stay here like that. Right, he, he's in a fine dining restaurant right. dressed up in a cape and a like yeah. red, you know, red suit. And yeah. he's got and he's got to walk through the restaurant to get out right. now. So first he gets – he's asked her for bus fare. And she, she's like, all I have is $2. He's like, that's fine. <laughs> and he's like, by the way, you got to pay for dinner. <laughs> I'll pay it back. And – you know, she's like, well, what are you going to do? She, he's like, well, I got to get my way out of here. And this is what he does. He actually is kind of genius what he does to get out of there. Debatable. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Thank you. On behalf of the Janus Playhouse, I am happy to announce the opening tomorrow night. Sylvia Thornton and Bradley Burkstaff in George Bernard <laughs> Shaw's Man and Sue. He's twirling around. That's the Janus Playhouse located on the And then he gets basically the shown the door by the manager. Right. <laughs> and I'm thinking you have two options here. You can try to quietly walk through the restaurant with your head down. Mm-hmm. Or you could do that. Right. And and the mom even says, Oh, what a handsome guy. Right. Again, she's upset. <laughs> But she doesn't know it's him yet. No, but she's already obsessed. But they never really... They never tie back to it. Like, hey, that was <laughs> no. the guy at the restaurant. Right, exactly. All of a sudden, but, later, they're just at the school. But anyway, so he takes the bus. And first, he doesn't have exact change. He just tells the guy, keep it. And then he sits next to a dude. Remember? Right. And the guy's right. like, 
whatever. And he's like, oh, no, a, a Mercury uh, messenger service. My van broke down. The guy's like, oh, you're crazy, man. And he walks away. I'm like, yeah. what is the big deal? And within seconds, everybody's at the back of the bus yeah. afraid of Ralph. Right. Which the guy, I mean, it, he doesn't look intimidating. I mean, he's and, friendly. Right. And now, granted, at the same time, he's getting voice messages from Bill. True. With the walkie-talkie. But it's not like no one's ever heard of a walkie-talkie before. No, right. And it's, it's not, not like the walkie the walkie-talkie is saying, "Ralph, are you there? Ralph, where are you?" It's not like take me to your leader. Right, right. <laughs> so I, I don't know understand why they're right. freaking or out. Kill so everyone on the bus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, is your <laughs> No, I'm not even saying. Yeah, right, exactly. It's I don't know. I, I don't understand why when they were so would, To be honest, I'd be more this curious. Is the second time. I'd be like, "Yeah, dude, I, what's up?" Yeah. I mean, yeah. you'd want to know more. But right. I mean, me, I don't know. Didn't play out that way. Maybe back then, you know, you had to be a little cautious of sure. men, men in capes. But, okay. Um, so in right. the meantime, Bill is in front of the consulate, again, pretending his car doesn't work. Right. <laughs> it's a good play. Yeah. But he gets busted within what, like a minute? Yeah, he gets busted right away. And they find out he's an FBI guy and they, they drag him into the consulate. Right. And, um, and then Ralph shows up, and like there he is, and like a dozen soldiers come after him. <laughs> he like runs into the weeds, and, uh-huh. and then they can't find him because well he disappeared. That's why they couldn't oh, find okay. him. He started fading out as uh, he walked okay. in there. I must have been distracted. I yeah, didn't yeah. No, it's yeah, it's he just kind of disappears, and they're like, "Where did he go?" You know, there's just a wall on the other <laughs> side of those weeds. But I understand they wouldn't expect someone to be um, disappeared. Uh, to vanish in thin air. But right. once again, Bill is again, this is the second episode we've done. And the second time, Bill is like taped up into the basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's the same basement. <laughs> I think that <laughs> is the same building. Because when they come out of that dungeon area, it is the same set of stairs as that pilot episode. Interesting. The compound. I swear to God it is. Now, granted, this is a consulate, which would make sense that this would be set up this way. But I swear it's the same building. I could be wrong, but I do. Well, like- you know what? So when he is in the building, right? He's in the building looking for Bill because he had a yeah. vision. Yeah. Um, it, they, they film it from like a first person, like a video game perspective. Like, like I thought of Doom when you're like running down the hallways. <laughs> Which doorways the monster going to be yeah, behind? Yeah. So there's like doorways and hallways, <laughs> and he's like cruising down there. He gets in an elevator, and it's just you know. Just that same kind of look, and then then he has this vision, and and he sees uh, Bill, like you said, right. tied up and taped. Yeah, but I, but I do like how we do it when he's so again he's invisible, no one can see him, but also he can fly, right, and right. do other stuff. So he comes up to the gate, and he just opens it, <laughs> he walks in, and like the guy's and like looking at the gate, going, "What the hell is going on?" And then he's like, and then he says, "Excuse he says, me." <laughs> Yeah, he says, excuse me, to the guard at the gate. And <laughs> the guy didn't catch on. I don't right. know. He didn't sound any alarms. And or... he's you know, kind of like sauntering. I don't know. It just seemed kind of weird. But again, but my thought was, well, what are these people going to do? Because you're not going to expect someone to be invisible. I mean, I would freak out if I thought I heard someone say, excuse me to me. Well, hey, if you're auctioning off this like top secret. You think you'd be on high alert. You might be saying? like, hey, it's possible people could be invisible. You know? That's right. Yeah, that's true. Maybe not, but um, but yeah. So then, my question was: Is who was the security guy up front? Because the consulate security, remember, he was going to walk into the. Well, maybe he was one of the mercenaries, then I guess, right? Because the guy that took a uh, bill, right? He yeah. brought him inside, and then he was going to go into the residence area. The one guy's like, "Oh, you can't go in the residence." Area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "I'm security." He's like, not our security. So I'm wondering if he was like one of the hired guns. Yeah, I think it was a mercenary, but he pulls a gun on the guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just kind of walks away. Yeah. I'm like, oh, all right, never mind. It might have played out differently if, yeah. if the other guy had a gun too. And then they cut to the the dudes who have the machine. They're all freaking out now because there's an FBI guy. And then one guy's like, get it all out of here. Whoever the, whatever country this con- is supposed to be a consulate for, they never really say probably because they don't want to pin it on anybody. Right, right. But he's like, I want this all out of here. And they're like, no, you're going through it. And uh, I wrote, <laughs> the guy kind of reminds me of a, a Dirk Benedict 
from the 18 <laughs> face because he's got that suit with like a turtleneck on. I'm yeah. like, is he like a cheap version of him? I don't know. But that was my point. That yeah. was my only point. And then kind of before that, they get into the auction room and uh, Ralph goes in to free Bill. Yeah. Right? So they show Bill's hands tied up and then like invisibly they're being untied by, by Ralph. <laughs> but I got to tell you the knot that was in the rope that was holding Bill was was it not? It, it, no, he was like he was tied up by a four year old. So um, I'm not sure. Well, you don't have a whole lot of strength when your arms are behind you. you know. I mean, I don't even think it was double knotted. I think it was just like you know when you start to tie your shoe and you do that first right like, pull, just that, just that. Um, so anyway, um, so yeah, so they get him out and then they go in the, the room at the auction. And I got to tell you that that device, whatever whatever it really is, I mean the the bidding was up to fifty four million two hundred thousand. Oh, was it? Okay, I didn't even catch that part. That, that's valuable. I must have skipped ahead. Yeah, that because that, then all of a sudden everyone was like, I remember like everyone was running out of the building for some reason. Yeah, well, so Ralph went in invisibly mm-hmm. and he picked up the device and he started walking out with it and he said, you know, my my men have the door covered. So he walked out. How did I miss this whole he just, part? He just did picked, I go to the bathroom during this work? I don't remember this at all. He picked it up. He walked out. What he went in the I hallway, do? and no one came after him. It took it took like a good forty seconds. Yeah, and then uh, everyone came running out of the room. Okay, and that's that. And then they did basically what Bill and him ran out, and they broke the window to get out of the building, right? Well, no, Bill's like break the window, and he just <laughs> he opens it. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. Right. So Ralph is like he's he's in control. He doesn't abuse his powers. So. Yeah, but he probably wouldn't have set the alarm off if he broke yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. He did set the alarm. <laughs> I off. don't know though. You would think they would have glass shattering sensors on the console. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, but, that's when they go out. Then they're outside and they get like they're stuck right because the wall is there. Well, yeah. So here's the most dangerous part when Ralph picks up Bill and tries to fly because yeah. I mean it's cool if Ralph crashes because he's not going to get hurt. <laughs> but like but, he always, but Bill's still like flesh and bone he's gonna it's gonna hurt and he always lands on him and I have a little clip for that okay that goes in the library too he has to take three steps so <laughs> I keep telling you you keep saying I'm sorry and I wind up in traction <laughs> which is true because it seems like every time they do something like that he always lands on top of Bill well, he's like top heavy well yeah bill probably is a little bit bigger yeah but so but anyway and that's the end that's i mean not the end but that's it it's i guess machines, pretty much they're out yeah solved no one goes outside the wall to find them no <laughs> they just figure it's over and they get away right and then we cut back to the school right so we cut back to the school and they have a guest speaker in the classroom that day right and it's mr davidson davidson the am, yeah. mayor of Deer Lick, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, and then you know, one. So he starts giving a speech, and this is when uh, the kids chime in again because they have a. Well, I think Ralph explains it here, but they have a little trouble figuring out a slogan for their friend who doesn't want to be president. Right, and it goes well, something like this. Kind of stymied for a slogan. Oh. oh no, no, Mister H. Tony, come up with the tools. Tell him, Tony. Chaffee for president. The guy's got charm. Vote for him or we break your arm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Tony. Young man, that's a threat. (laughs) Yeah. And Carrie. I love that girl's voice. Yes. We got to see if she's in more episodes because it's just... And, I, you know, I looked her up. Um, she didn't do a whole lot. I, and I'm afraid of saying that because, they, like you said last time, oh, that person's dead. <laughs> Once it turned out that kid wasn't dead, by the way. What kid? What the, we where, where I was talking about Daryl. The movie Daryl, you're like, oh, that kid? Yeah, no, he's dead. No, wait. We, we, he was a Knight Rider. From- he was a Knight Rider, and he was in the pilot, and he was dead. Did one. I say he was dead? Yeah, you did. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry kid. He is anyway, but um, she did, she was like in Private Benjamin and a couple of things, but um, she didn't do much. Overall, so. <laughs> I'm still but I'm I stuck on saying that this kid was dead and he wasn't dead. Okay, you're gonna have to go back and listen I gotta to go that back. Right I gotta check my facts. Uh, anyway, so that was that's it. And um, Bill, of course, shows up at the door and he needs to talk to Ralph again, right? Just right. to ruin the mood. But, but he's uh, pretty much cool. He's just like, hey, thanks. Yeah. We, we got him. Yeah, we you got him. He says, 
hey, here's looking at you, kid. Poof. And then <laughs> Ralph vanishes again. Right. Roll credits. <laughs> yeah. Great. So, I, again, I think this show just captures the whole concept here. Yeah. You know, struggle with these powers. It makes it interesting. You don't see that. I mean, like Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man movie, you see that with Tobey Maguire trying to get a grip on, you know, shooting his webs and stuff. But right. he comes comes to terms with it pretty quick. Ralph, I mean, we've got how many seasons? Three. Three seasons that he's like. I don't think he ever got it. Yeah, no, this is some. Which was the whole point hard. of the show. Right. Which yeah. That's what makes it great. Right. Yeah. No, no, it was a fine episode. There's nothing wrong with it. No. And I, Bill is my favorite. Um, I st- <laughs> some of his, he didn't, again, he didn't have many one-liners this time, but. Uh, They're always quality, though. Yeah. He's, he had a few good ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. Um, so I still love this show. I think they could have done more and done without the whole Pam's parents storyline. Yeah. But I don't think they had enough. You gotta fill, yeah. You yeah. gotta fill the episode. So I, I just don't think it was really worth but, it. I yeah. guess, I mean, but they probably just wanted to have something. I don't want to say have something for Pam to do, but well, you know then, what I mean. Well, then here you go. There's, then this is a little tension between Ralph and Pam, right? No, because, and I and I get that. You got to create that. Oh, and yeah. he did mention his son in this one. So I probably I'll probably we, lose my son. Right. Yeah. Story. And cause remember we talked like did it just disappear, but I guess yeah. it hadn't yet at least. Eventually. So I, can't, I I just don't remember what happened with the kid. I don't know. I mean, we'll obviously see. he didn't get custody. I don't think because I don't remember the kid ever being in it. Yeah. Well, he had him at first. No, no. I mean, later in the season. Yeah. Later seasons. Yeah. Clearly, he lost him. That's yeah. So maybe we'll find out. We'll see in some future episodes. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, that's it for this episode. That's uh, that's all we got. It was overall it was fine. You know, it was one of my favorite some spots, but again, it was supposed to be. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And again, this I, it's again, one of my favorites because yeah, I think it outlines the whole premise of the right. show. And we make, and like I said, we make jokes about it, but it's not because we think it's dumb or hate it's it. because we love it. <laughs> I mean, just some things are silly and goofy, like Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, I can't, I don't remember the actress's name, so I'm sorry if that's your real accent, but I don't think it is. I don't either. It doesn't sound realistic. So anyway, yeah, that's uh, this episode. Uh, again, um, I used to watch this.com is our website. Um, I used to watch this with a number two instead of the T-O for Twitter. I used to watch this all spelled out for Instagram. Yeah, just in and uh, Facebook. Facebook, I used to watch. Facebook.com slash yeah, right. I used to watch this. Yeah. But yeah, hit, hit, hit us up. Send us some messages. Let us know what you think. Um Again, I I love the posts of the the vintage toys. Those yeah. are always great to see. <laughs> Anything else you have, I'd be interested to see. Yeah, and um, even if it's not about this episode, right? Or even not about this show. So I mean, that's what I mean. Yeah, this show, right? Yeah, I mean anything from the seventies, eighties. Let us know what you have. Let us know what you see. And, and if you have any shows that we haven't talked about yet, obviously we're doing more, which we got to figure out what our next one's going to be. But right. uh, we'll probably yeah, feel maybe free to chime new, in. New sh- I mean, yeah, one we haven't reviewed yet, or right? Through yet. Or talked yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's it. So uh, thanks everyone for listening, and uh, yo, we'll catch you around next time. <laughs> I'm Mike Forgetto. I'm Mike Sullivan. See you guys. Yeah, Tony says you get enough minorities together, you got a majority. Majority takes it, right? Yeah.